This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Off a high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three. It's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores. J.D. Page. Boy, Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low, Hornung, dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10, here's Van Pelt. He's at the five, touchdown Colorado State. What's up, guys? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast. I have a special guest on today's episode. I was able to catch up with Drake Martinez. Drake Martinez is a three-star tight end out of St. Thomas High School in Houston, Texas. And he is CSU's latest verbal commit. Really enjoyed talking with Drake. I got to ask him, you know, just kind of what this recruiting process looked like. Um, I asked him, you know, how much the pandemic factored into him wanting to commit early. I asked him, you know, what ultimately sold him on CSU, what drives him as a D1 player, all that fun stuff. And he was a really good interview. So I think CSU fans are really going to enjoy this. I'm also working on a recruiting roundup piece for subscribers, uh, but that will include quotes from multiple CSU commits. And that one is going to drop this week so keep your eye out for that one as well got to talk to a couple more guys but i'm really looking forward to it before we jump into this interview with drake i got to tell you about my friends at strava craft coffee strava is offering an opportunity that you guys are not going to want to miss out on this whole week they're giving away five one thousand dollar gift certificates on their online store All you have to do to enter is orders from Strava Craft Coffee. How easy is that? It's freaking delicious. You can still use our code DNVR20 to receive 20% off your entire purchase and be eligible to win the gift certificates. And if you've used the 20% off code already, you can also use the code COMMUNITY to save 15% off your purchase. So all kinds of opportunities to save money. And on top of that, you might even be able to win some StravaCraft is CBD-infused coffee, which is an excellent natural alternative to some of the, you know, pills and many substances that people take to deal with aches and pains and stress and anxiety and all of that fun stuff. This is an awesome, awesome natural alternative. They come in pods for your Keurig. You can get whole beans. You can get ground. They have a little bit of something for everyone. Make sure that you go and order some online. Don't miss out on this opportunity to win a $1,000 gift certificate. How dope is that? Cool, 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 cool. Let's get to that interview with Drake Martinez. Big thanks to him again one more time for taking the time to do this and for being really engaged in the interview. You know, sometimes you interview high school players and for a variety of reasons, the interview just doesn't go all, all, you know, it just doesn't go well. 
And usually it's the interviewer's fault. I, I, I don't want to make excuses. You know, you got to be prepared. You got to know some stuff about him ahead of time. Um, but Drake was just like super into it. And, you know, it was a, a really engaged interview. I thought it was good back and forth. And I enjoyed talking with him. So seems like a really good dude. Uh, looking forward to, you know, hopefully meeting him someday in the future, assuming that he ends up signing with CSU. But here is that interview with Drake Martinez of St. Thomas High School, CSU football's latest verbal commit. You know, I know you took a visit to CSU over the winter and in, in the Colorado an article, it kind of talked about how you fell in love with the campus. So I'm just curious, you know, what was that visit like? What exactly about the campus, you know, impressed you? Well, I mean, coming from Texas, you know, you don't, you don't see mountains often. Um, so seeing that, you know, like 10 minutes away from the stadium was crazy. Um, I kept, you know, repeating to my dad, like, you know, how often do you, you know, see the mountains from the stadium you play? Um, no, but the campus was beautiful. As soon as I uh, stepped foot on there with my dad, when I visited, just before this whole pandemic, um, I mean, I couldn't stop, you know, talking about how much I love this place, how much, you know, of a connection I feel with the coaches. It was just an amazing place. My dad felt the same. Was that the first time you'd ever been to, to Fort Collins or Colorado? It was. I've been to Colorado Springs, but I've never been to Fort Collins exactly. And it was, I mean, that place is beautiful. When, um, you know, when you looked at the facilities, did it surprise you at all? Just, I mean, I imagine that the, you know, the, the general impression of CSU is it's a smaller school, at least, you know, compared to some of those programs out in Texas. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was told that it was the, the, the facilities were amazing. I was told that uh, the facilities are three years old, which is awesome. Um, it's cool to see that, you know, a school like that is trying to invest really hard into their football program, which means that they're, you know, they're trying. They're trying to, you know, you know, make the team better. They're putting effort towards, you know, winning, which I love. You know, I saw that it 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 in, intrigued you that there were multiple coaches from the CSU staff that kind of reached out to recruit you. You know, mm -hmm. who are some of those coaches that that recruited you and, and what was that process kind of like? It was uh it was so I was offered, which is crazy timing on their part, they offered me on my dad's birthday, which was perfect. Happy birthday, um, Dad. So, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Happy birthday is an offer. Um so it was like so they called me that night at dinner and we were eating. I was like you know, the, uh, the receiver coach, Coach G, uh, called me. He was like, hey, you got a minute? And I was like, sure. So he called me up and he offered me. And, I, I mean, as soon as that call ended, you know, I had the FaceTime call from Coach Booth, the tight end coach. And, like, his energy was amazing. He just, you know, Coach Booth a really electric, you know, coach. And I love that. You know, you want a coach that, you know, is going to jump up with you when you score or whenever, make a great catch. Or, you know, he's, you want a coach that's going to scream at you when you mess up knowing, you know, you know, you put in your place, but, um, you know, coaches that, you know, contacted me were, you know, all the, most of all the coaches, you know, every other day I'd get a, a note and a, a note and a message from the, one of the coaches, you know, whether that be the defensive coordinator, defensive cup, defensive line coach, DB coach, the head coach, um, you know, coach booth, coach, D, the receiver coach, the offensive coordinator. But, you know, it was, it was cool knowing, you know, how much they're interested in me. Um, just, how many times they'd call me a day, how many times, you know, they'd message me throughout the day, ask me how my day's been going, you know. So that's really one of the big things that caught me, you know, brought me into CSU. 
you know, CSU is a, a program that's obviously had some success and the last two years have been a little bit more difficult for the program, obviously. And, and that's why you have the, the staff change. I'm curious, like, what are some of the things that the coaching staff, like, how are they selling you on CSU? What are they telling you about the program that makes you be like, yes, this is a, this is a group I want to be a part of a group I want to go to yeah. war with. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously it's a new staff. Um, you know, it's really everything, you know, I could say, uh, obviously their energy is a big deal. Um, um, it's just the way they introduced the school and their methods. When I went to that spring, uh, spring practice, um, when I visited with my dad, you know, it was just electric. Um, and of course that's how I wanted to be the head coach. I love the way he's, you know, on the field. I love the way how he's, you know, screaming at everybody because he's kind of like that old fashioned head coach, you know? That's yeah, for sure. I love that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really everything, you know, they put, they, they really connect together, which is amazing. Um, especially coming from all different places. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of things and it's hard to, you know, really tell you, but I could just say, you know, they're, they're amazing together. And that's really what, you know, attracted me to come. You seem like a competitive guy. I mean, you brought up how you liked Adazio's energy. You liked that, you know, he was out there getting intense with the guys. So mm-hmm. I, you're, you're not a guy that would shy away from intense coaching then? Not at all. I mean, you know, I've, my dad played a uh, linebacker, Tulane, and, you know, he's one of those that are, you know, in your face, like, what are you doing? You know, but, you know, and that's what, you know, I like is, uh, I like when a coach can like scream at you and show his feelings towards you. Cause you know, when a coach screams at you and, and shows, you know, everything that you're doing wrong, everything that you're doing right. And it shows that they, how much they care for you, you know, how much they want you to get it right. You know, I know you had an offer from South Florida. It said some other schools were in the mix, you know, how close were you to, you know, going to any of those other programs and ultimately, you know, is what, when did you know, I guess, that CSU was the school for you? Was it that visit is kind of like when you knew? Yeah, I was uh, I was telling the other guy um, how much I love the campus when I visited. I mean, obviously, you know, Florida's a beautiful place. And, you know, they're always going to have a special place in my heart because, you know, they were my first offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was cool um, was, I mean, as soon as I took foot, on that campus, you know, met the coaches, you know, walked, you know, the facilities and stuff. Uh, uh, I told my dad, like, when can I commit? I want to commit now. He's like, wait a minute. You got to wait. I was like, dad, let me commit. And I thought it was pointless, you know, to wait. And I talked to my dad, um, especially with all this time we had during quarantine. We just talked like, why would I wait, you know, to commit to a place I love, you know? And so that's, it was really when I took, took the first steps on campus. How helpful is it to have a dad who's been through this process, you know, understands what it's like to to be a D1 football player, what it's like to be recruited, to have to, you know, decide where to go and all that? Oh, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a hundred percent easier um, having a dad like that, knowing that he's been through the same process as me, you know, it's just, I can believe and, and, you know, understand everything he's saying, whether that be, you know, whether it be like hard news or him telling me the facts about how this whole thing goes, but you know, him by my side, you know, there's this whole process has really been helpful.
more with Drake in just a second, but let me tell you about our friends and the official beer of DNVR, you know it, Breckenridge Brewery. Right now, Breck needs our help to keep the farmhouse kicking during this time. If you order your meal or slash beer from the farmhouse, use the code DNVR and save $5 off your meal. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for your pickup. They'll even bring it right to your car for you. Talk about convenient. If you're not in the metro area and you just want to support Breck or you just want some nice cold ones, you can always get it delivered straight to your house with Drizzly. The best bet is getting the 15-can sampler. Give you a little bit of everything. I'm talking Avalanche Ale, Hot Peak IPA, Strawberry Sky. They've got it all. Best way to get a little bit of bang for your buck and the variety. You know, I just, I like to have a little bit of everything. Finally, if you want to go to the liquor store, if you're old school, if you want to get out of the apartment, if you're just going stir crazy, or maybe you want to just support your local liquor store, check out the Breck Beer Locator, which will tell you the closest liquor store near you with Breck Beers. This is the way I do it. You know, I hate that awkward process of walking down the aisles and trying to see like, do I know this beer? Do I know this beer? Do I like that? And I had it this week. This time I make up my mind ahead of time. I want some strawberry sky. I go on the Breck Beer Locator. I find the closest liquor store near me. So, so clutch. Shout out to Breckenridge. We love them. How uh, how important was it to you to commit early, especially just given, you know, we don't really know if there's going to be, you know, a, a football season this fall. Obviously, that would be horrible. Nobody, be nobody's yeah. rooting for that. But exactly. was it was that something you considered? Um, well, committing early. Yeah, it's like is that is that something that you know factored into your decision? Just knowing, you know, we might not have a football season. I should, you know. Well, yeah, I mean that's obviously something you should consider. Is you know between all this pandemic, you know, this this situation rarely happens. I mean, it's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. So obviously that was in, you know, con- the consideration of why I committed early. But I mean, when I was, I FaceTimed, you know, the whole offensive staff and it was just the day before. And, you know, they said, you know, it'd really be helpful if you could commit here with us, you know, as soon as possible, because that attract, you know, other commits. And I was like, I mean, that is true you know, being able to help recruit other people for Colorado State, that would be awesome. So, you know, I thought, why not? And I helped out, you know, just to help out the staff and help out, you know, persuade anybody else who wants to come down or come up to Colorado State. You know, uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk with him yet, but I, it looks like he reached out to you on Twitter. Uh, Luke McAllister is a quarterback yeah. that's currently committed to CSU. He's been really big about that, you know, wanting to like, you know, I want to help CSU. I want to help recruit this is my team. So why wouldn't I, you know, help the coaches try and build it up? It kind of seems like you have that same mindset. Like I'm here, I'm committed. Let's go get some more guys. Exactly. Uh, it's crazy because as soon as I got that offer, you know, um, he DM me, you know, probably a few days later saying, let's do this, you know, come on, let's, let's kill it at Colorado state. I mean, the whole time he's been deeming me, just like the other coaches trying to recruit me. He's, I mean, he's a big deal of why I committed to because, you know, in my class, uh, uh, QB, I mean, that's how you build your chemistry. And I, I talked about this in the other interview, how um, he, was, he asked me how, uh, how to break out year last year. And I was like, because the, during that offseason, during the summer, you know, I built that connection with my quarterback and, and all the uh, practices and 
you know, the days and uh, you spend with your quarterback. And I feel like building that connection now is going to really help in the future. Definitely, definitely. You know, you you transitioned from wide receiver to tight end. It sounded like that was kind of a, a, decision, a decision that was suggested by the coaching staff. Is it mm-hmm. one that you think has worked out for you? It seems like you enjoy it based on, you know, what I've read. 100%. Um, so my sophomore year, uh, my transition from sophomore to junior year, I gained, you know, a good amount of weight, 20 pounds of, of muscle. And, you know, the coaches no- noticed that. And they they're like, you know what, let's let's put you up to tight end. And I was at first, you know, it's a new position. Um, uh, you know, you have some you have some doubts, some, you know, do I really want to play this? Wait, but as soon as I, you know, you know, first game, you know, first practice in that position, I I, I fell in love with it. Because if you think about it, the tight end is really one of the most involved positions on the field, whether that be blocking or, you know, catching the ball. Um, it's it's really always in the play. And I love that because as an outside receiver, you know, X or Z, which I played before, um, you know, time to time, you might not get the ball or time to time, you know, you run these go routes and, you know, he's looking the other way or whatever. As a tight end, you know, you're kind of always in the play, whether it be play action or, or you, his safety route, his safety, you know, catch. And that's what I, that's what I was and that, you know, it worked out perfectly, but that transition, you know, was probably the best thing that's ever happened because in this whole recruiting process, you got to realize, there's thousands of more receivers, you know, between each state. Yeah, yeah. And so it's easier to get recruited if you think about it as a tight end because there's probably half as many tight ends there than there are receivers, and that probably helped a lot with my recruiting. Do you notice that, you know, you're kind of a a mismatch for defense? I mean, I know you ran 300 hurdles, so you got to have some speed. I imagine that's probably, you know, kind of a mismatch for linebackers. Exactly. Uh, I forgot who told me. It might have been the, the head coach. He was like, uh, too fast for too fast for the linebackers, too big for the safeties. And I love that. Yeah, there it's you go. True. Yeah. And and you you enjoy blocking, it sounds like. Trey McBride is, you know, a tight end at CSU right now. He was all conference last year. It's kind mm-hmm. of a beast, man. Um, if you haven't watched him, check him out. But you know, I was talking to him and and I asked him like does it ever get old? Cause you know, sometimes he would go, you know, two or three games without having a big game receiving wise. He's yeah. like, Oh, I don't care, dude. He's like, do you see, I had five knockdowns today. It's like, I'm taking linebackers out all day. Exactly. Um, that's also, that's also one of the bigger reasons why, um, I got, you know, this offer from Colorado state is my, you know, my, um, my ability to block and, um, they could see the intensity in, in which I love to block. Um, if you see it, I, like my first three, three, four highlights, it's me, you know, totally pancaking this dude and just getting in his face. It's it's one of the best things when you can, you know, run as hard as you can and just, you know, uh, totally obliterate that guy in front of you. So um, that's obviously a big reason why I got softer, but it doesn't get old uh, blocking and especially celebrating with your coaches after they point out in the film. You know, it, it might go overlooked, but they'll see it in the film and they point it out and it's it's one of the best things. One of the things I always like to ask people is, you know, what drives you to be a football player? What what makes you want to keep doing this? Because, you know, as you know, it's not just all fun and games. You know, it's not all the glory. It's all kinds of hours. It's trying to balance school life. It's trying to, you know, stay connected with your friends and family, even though you've got a billion other things going on. So mm-hmm. what pushes you 
you know, to be a football player? Why, why do you want to be a D1 football player? Well, obviously, um, I'm trying to follow my footsteps of my dad. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of pictures and videos and, and you know, film over my dad and, you know, kind of the life he lived when he played Division One football. And, I mean, I fell in love with it. I've been playing football probably since I'm, you know, six years old. Um, it's really my family that pushes me, you know, to be able to succeed like that at a high level you know, pushes you every day. Um, and to, to have that, you know, opportunity in the future to look forward to, you know, even getting drafted one day and to be able to, you know, retire your parents, that would be probably one of the biggest things. So it, a big factor of why I play the sport and why I love it so much. And, you know, you know, like you said, it's, it's hard to balance between a lot of things, school, you know, social life, family life. Um, it's just, you know, the, the end result and, you know, being able to pay off, you know, all your family's done for you. Definitely. I think that's a good answer, man. Family. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm excited for you to get out here. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person when, when you do, hopefully sooner than later. I don't, I don't know what's happening with the world, but exactly. it was great to meet you. Congrats yeah. on committing and let me know if I can ever do anything for you, man. Oh, of course. Thank you for your time. Hopefully I meet you, uh, when I come down, Hope after this whole, you know, pandemic, I want to take my official visit with my mom this time and my dad because my mom didn't get to see it the first time. So I really, I really wanted to see it in person, you know, meet the coaches. Oh yeah, you got it. Mom's approval, I think, is like more important than anything. If mom, if mom's not <laughs> off, then... yeah, exactly. If she's okay <laughs> with it, then it's it. So Perfect, yeah, man. Thank, Thank you for your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You as well, man. Take care, and you know, I hope you enjoy the rest of your junior year. I know it's kind of. A weird yeah, a little, situation, but hopefully it happens, you know. Exactly, man. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. We'll be back with more episodes of the DNVR Rams podcast throughout the week. Have some really exciting guests lined up. So make sure you are subscribed, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all of that. We are available wherever you listen to content. So Give us that review, comment, share it with your friends, your family, send it to your old English teacher. I don't know. Send it to your neighbor, your coworker. Help us spread the love. Help us spread the DNVR Rams podcast. Word. Have a great night, everyone. Have a great day, depending on when you're listening. Peace. Scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly Then drink it like juice The water's the truth So I sip on that too Skinny looking kid With no car keys Like the only thing I drive Is RCRV's Got the stash Like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly Like non for